0: This episode of the Sun
1: Ranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well, the Super Ranters have their own Sun Ranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content. Like the recording of tonight's post show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranter's Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sun Ranto contests like the Super Ranter of the Month and Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranters get to hear all my cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs daily show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar, and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranters, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up plus and this is important 10 percent of all of the patreon money goes directly to the lost boys baseball club which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in chicago because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community and that's how we do it it's how you do it when you subscribe Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Ranter show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com. Forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea if you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month, we each get a beer at Wrigley patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a super ranter again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash sunranto. Please join today.
2: Covey blue blood flowing through our, flowing through our City veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the City rain. We've shed rain. a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby, Sorento. With Michael. Sorento. And Crawley. Sorento and the lovable losers. Sorento. With Michael. Sorento. And Crawley. Sorento and the lovable losers.
3: Sun
2: ranch.
1: Come on, I gotta get out of here, Michael. This is supposed to be a short show. What's the last thing I said to you? I'm like, I have to leave. I have to get to rehearsal tonight, um, but uh, that's not why we're here to hear about my issues or Michael's screaming or Crawley sitting there in peace. Uh, we're here to talk about the Cubs, and uh, we're here to talk about the lack there of baseball thereof. And we're also here to give away to one of our Patreon subscribers, a Javier Baez Funko Pop, which uh, thank you to all of our 109 109- Patreon supporters. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so and I, we, we jumped from seven to nine in one week. Well, I've been getting on there and begging just on my hands and knees. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta help us pay for this thing, people. So, and uh, we're going to have actually two contests tonight. We're going to give away that Funko Pop. And we're also going to give away another Chance for a Chance. However, I forgot to do the thing where the name picker thing. So later on in the show, while somebody else is talking, I'll set that all up. And I'll let you know when you click Chance, put Chance into the chat. And uh, then you can win a postcard written to you by me of Frank Chance. So uh, look for that. So just to
4: make it clear, just to make it clear, anybody can win the Chance postcard autographed by the great Dan Rocket. But – to win the hobby bias funko pop you must be a patreon supporter this is not for just any old person you have to be somebody that's supporting the show
1: yeah well some of the patreon people might be any old people but they're also patreon people which makes them special and uh, if you want to be special uh, well then become a patron patreon.com/sunrises so let's talk about uh, kind of, i mean let's face it I'm gonna just preface this show by saying none of the news is good. I've got nothing really positive to say about this last week's happening since we talked, since we spoke last. Um and um let's just start here. This it, well actually let's start with one th- positive thing, except for that he's dead. Ernie Banks' birthday it just passed. So happy birthday, Ernie. But to celebrate, unfortunately, the Cubs removed the statues of uh his good friends ron santo and billy williams um yeah are...
5: no party for ernie this year
1: yeah so what that... people
5: don't know is when it gets dark the statues actually come to life and they play baseball in wrigley field
1: wouldn't that be an awesome like kids baseball movie no oh, and then for the sure. base, they go in there and then all the statues play for the statue garden uh, but it used to look like this this is a, a photograph that i took it's uh, Wrigley field covered in freshly fought fa- not Wrigley field the outside of the right field corner Billy Williams and Ron Santo on their statues freshly fallen snow outside of Wrigley field and then I walked by the other day and some of the snow had melted and so had the statues and the statues were gone <laughs> and uh I'll just, here's a couple of close-ups of how pathetic this looks so they they got it all fenced off and then they just and they have it fenced up because they just left the spikes uh, the, the big bolts just kind of sticking out of the concrete where any old person could fall and b- break their neck. And uh, this I one, was I- actually
5: I was actually thinking it's where any old person could just bring their own statue. If it's not fenced off, somebody's just gonna place a new statue on those bolts.
1: If you if you got a statue that can fit those <laughs> bolts, then I say by all means. I like this one. They they chose to leave the sign on the fence around uh this statue that says maintain physical distancing, no <laughs> autographs. <laughs> so anyway, they're on a truck on the way to uh Comstock, Michigan, where they will be kept in storage until we don't know. And um uh so they'll why, be back. Why
5: Comstock Michigan?
1: What's going on in Comstock? The statues. You never <laughs> heard of Comstock? The statue keeping capital of the country? So I, I you know, I know
4: I talks about ranting. I'm not denying that, but this kind of feels like one of the they threw a birthday cake in a dumpster type thing. This is to me some of the shit that was going on if it was Ernie Banks' birthday or when they did it, it doesn't really matter. Um, Just in case Cub fans kind of, like I said, it's just the, I just think we're just bored and don't have a lot to talk about
1: because. Oh,
5: you
4: have no idea.
1: <laughs> in <middle> of winter, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just died, right. control, does anyone remember, does anybody remember this? Yeah, that's the Harry Carey statue. And, uh,
5: <laughs> with the souls of all the people that he murdered right below <laughs> him.
4: And, 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 does, and does anyone remember where that Harry Carey statue was? Yeah, it wasn't.
1: It It was by Wright Field, right? It was,
4: right it was in there. Addison and Sheffield. It's exactly in between where the Billy Williams and the Ron Santos statue used to be. And that mm-hmm. was everybody howling, howling. How dare you move Harry? Because his uh, bar was, it was Harry Carey's. It was uh, high tops for the longest time. Carrie Carries. It was like the world's largest Starbucks for a while. I don't even know what the hell's in it right now. I don't know if anything's in it. Nothing. But I, it's nothing like, in there. I mean, it would be the perfect
5: place to store a few statues. Yeah, maybe they could have it out
1: for some statue <laughs> storage. It's like right there. We can still look at them through the window. But no, they moved not to a Comstock in the middle of a public storage unit.
4: Does anyone remember when they moved Ernie's statue to Michigan Avenue by the Picasso?
1: Yeah, why did they do that?
4: Because they're doing construction, dude. That's what People they do were they're doing tired construction. of looking at
5: that Picasso.
2: Yeah. <laughs> when you're
4: sitting there and you have all these machines and anyone that's been around Chicago, if you got a bunch of guys ham fisting a machine around, you don't want them dinging the statue, busting the statue. So you move them. It's, it's, it's really one of those much ado about nothings. I it, it's a well, big nothing I burger. Know.
1: Well, I, it, it, the statue thing is the statues is making everybody mad because they're like they better put them back. I saw Dobb was mad. I I got on the Dob train. But uh, here's here's the <laughs> thing. What, you know?
4: what do you think they're doing? Do you think they're just hiding the statues? Do you think they're going next to the Joe Paterno statue
1: for perpetuity that they're, no one will ever see them again? They're painting them bright green. I have no idea. What yeah, they're, they're,
5: see that's what's happening. They're they're doing something. They're they're updating them. They're going what? to come back with uh, with DraftKings logos on them. No, they're yeah. they're, they're they're coming back <laughs> with, the
4: Connect, to... with the City Connect with the City Connect. Nike swoosh on their fucking jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adidas City like, Connect jerseys.
1: Um, so, um, but no, the story is actually that that's the sports book is going in, and as yeah. soon as as soon as they got approval, they're like, let's build that thing immediately because people are going to dump money for free in our laps because they're drunk and stupid and making bad sports bets. And people don't become bookies because they like giving money away to gamblers. It's because it is a foolproof business where you will always win because you you always win. The house always wins. Everybody always knows that if you sit in there, have a good time, watch the game, have a few drinks, so be it. But the story is they're building a sports book, a before a museum, where those statues should probably be amongst many, many, many other statues and plaques and pictures and memorabilia and gloves and balls, all of it. But instead, they find it after 10 years of owning the team that they're finally going to build something else, and it's going to be not a museum. It's going to be a sports book. Now, we'd all gladly pay 10 bucks to go in a museum, and that's also dumping money into their pockets, but they didn't, it's too hard for them. They don't want to do it. They just want the easy money, and it's pissing off a lot of Cub fans, especially because they're in the middle of a lockout. And so we're we're like, those greedy fucks, they're like, no, what are they doing, the freaking gambling Uh, hall?
4: Like I said, I, I will call the Cubs out when I think the organization is doing something wrong. I think this is just anger just to be anger. Uh, there isn't any fingers
1: at the sports book is what I'm saying. It's not at the what I'm telling
4: you is, is, is that that right there, there is no bigger gold mine. I don't care what museum you have. And I've been proposing. I talked to crane Kenny. Oh, I've talked to everybody boring. and their I brother about a museum. I get it. But that is a literal gold mine. And every team right now, the United center, they're putting one in there right now. There was an article that the Washington nationals are trying to race to be the first to open it. They if are. you think that there is, any owner right now, like the Bears, I'm sure, already have one on the Arlington Heights plan.
5: Okay, but Crawley, let us be, be fucking pissed about it. Okay, be like, like about quit it. telling us <laughs> it's... <laughs> This is gonna be a gold we all fucking know it's gonna be a gold
4: mine. For we who don't not want me. it! But we we knew that it game. was we, we knew when they we saw the proposals, we saw where it was gonna be. I think it was like a year and a half ago or something. Charlie, we've been mad the whole fucking time.
5: I haven't stopped <laughs> being mad. I'm just, not going to stop being mad. We just just because that we were the Rickets bad. are making fucking money. That doesn't help me. Doesn't One make
1: me
4: feel
5: better.
4: Is, is again, They're uh, obviously not gonna put it back into the fucking team. And that was always my complaint is not putting it back into the team. That was always my complaint is that you know I don't want to hear about biblical losses once, especially once that sports book up. Don't want to hear it. Oh, don't yeah, want to hear the about. The other
5: thing. The other thing not is being able Danny to made a great point. Bullshit. Danny made a great point on his other podcast. Uh, Danny is actually on loan from us or from Cup of Cubby Blue. He doesn't do this one all the time. He's he's Cup of Cubby Blue's podcaster now. Yeah, you are. You've been on there for like three months now. I know I was
1: filling in and I'm just on it.
5: (laughs) But you made a great point on there talking about the uh, robo umps and uh, taking away the the different rules and the different leagues and stuff because the sports betting is more regulated when you do it like that. I I thought that was great.
1: I mean, it could be something about it. I mean, because you take out the human element that could sway a game this way or that don't give Kyle Hendricks that corner for this game. And all of a sudden he doesn't strike out six and then the over doesn't come in or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying is like, if you have such a nuanced game, you got those stupid penalties in NFL and they're trying to odds make this stuff and they're only in it to make money. But I mean, the overall thing is you talked about the Washington Nationals. And I did, Cub doggy writes in, Robo statues. Now, that I can get behind as long as we can make NFTs of them. But uh, the, uh, now I've lost my train of thought. No, the, um, uh, the oh, yeah, the point of the, the Washington Nationals. And that they tweeted out that they are going to be the first one. They have a complete approval. They're going to be building a sports book right next to their stadium. And then you look at the comments on Twitter, nobody likes it zero people like it and then the only people that like it at all are like we better be uh locking up Juan Soto like and that
5: and that's a and that's literally that's a stadium that's been around for four minutes
1: yeah and no but all I'm saying is that even though they're going to do this I'm saying that nobody likes it and I don't think it's if that if nobody likes it and I'm not saying nobody there will be people in there don't get me wrong Yeah. <laughs> but is that it but is that going to and it's and it is going to be a gold mine for them. But th- my point is are you alienating some other fans that you have by doing that? Are you are are people just being like you know what, I'm done with this. If the lockout continues, if the sports book goes up, if the ticket prices remain as it is, if they keep sending 50 emails a day to me trying to get me to buy tickets, <laughs> when I know there's tickets for sale because you tell me every day, uh, you know, if day. Yeah, I've seen com- people complaining about that. Like If they keep doing this crap to us, if they, they're burning through the season to get a hold of their list, it just feels like at some point they're going to reach the end of their rope with people.
5: Yeah. I'm actually more annoyed with the uh with the sports book than the lockout. You know, like what, that's what, really yeah. Well, the fucking lockout's gonna end at some point, and the sports book's just always gonna be there. And it's always true, and it's right? it's not gonna make anything better. You know what I mean? Like the lockout, the ultimate goal of the lockout is to get back to playing baseball again. And it's a shitty way to do it, and I think they're all fucking idiots, but Eventually that's going away. The lockout goes away. We, they start playing baseball and we get baseball again. That sports book's just going to be there. And it's not going to make a
4: Wrigley experience better.
1: Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I think it'll, it'll be there until it becomes the world's largest Starbucks. Again. I
4: think it becomes, and this is just my opinion, this fantasy of what Wrigley is. And Wrigley has constantly been evolving and changing. And everything from, I remember people saying, how will we ever live without the old car wash? You remember the car wash where it used to be the player's parking lot? How will we ever, oh, this triangle building is going to be awful. Well, I don't know you if
1: anybody to... said that about the car wash.
4: I'm telling you, people <laughs> did not want, people wash? did not want the triangular building. That well, I, Carl, you're
5: right. I will say people, people do get upset over some of the dumbest shit. I mean, the whole uproar over fucking Taco Bell and McDonald's leaving like,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, I sang a whole talk about it, but that was just, <laughs> but there are other changes. Let me show you some other pictures. This is left fields. Uh, there's a lot of construction going on. They're totally redoing the concourse, which d- makes me kind of think that they don't think there's going to be a season there. Like they're like, all right, tear it down. Let's get in there. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, he's doing. how
5: many times are they going to redo the fucking concourses and and
1: you're right because this was is redone there's a i'm showing a picture at the whole concrete of the left field concourse as far as the eye could see so the entire left field uh concourse on the lower level i don't know what the upper level looks like is completely torn up now i think they could put down this concrete pretty quick and be done um but you know they are tearing up quite a bit of concrete is my only thing and it looks like I don't have a picture of it here, but you see there's a machine like up where in the first entrance to the left field corner. It looked like they were doing a little work right there, too. And they got that whole area completely uh, kind of curtained off right now. So they're, you know, probably for debris and stuff. So it seems like they're doing quite a bit over there. It'd be interesting to see what the plan is. They supposedly
5: spent $500 million in or, or something like that, and now they're still fucking building in there.
4: I'm just telling you that that you know, again, this idea of Wrigley being mystified and stuff like that—that that didn't start until the '80s. That didn't start until Harry Carey came around. For for the '70s, especially, and even in the '80s, Wrigley was a dump. It yeah. was an absolute piece of garbage. And we, you've joked about PK Ricketts and all that, but PK Wrigley did nothing with that stadium. And then later on in the seventies, they changed it to that stamp concrete and, and it just looked awful. If, if, if I can give, if I could say to Tom Ricketts, the thing, obviously the world series, but the thing that the, the way that they beautified Wrigley Field and made it look so, like it did in the 1930s, that place in the 2000s, I still have it somewhere in a big pile of collection. You could buy helmets because concrete was falling and they had to put nets up. So it looked like long John Silver's or red lobster. They had to put nets on because
2: <laughs> that would have been of- a
5: great tie in God. Gotcha. If they would have gotten that long John Silver's
4: money, right? The like, tribute like, wouldn't yeah. have had to sell. Wrigley looked like a shithole, and 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 I know, uh, Danny, you've been to a ton of parks. Michael, I know you've been to some parks. I've been to a couple. I mean, when you sit there and you looked at what other parks had, Wrigley, when you looked at the field, looked beautiful. But like any amenities, anything around there, the ball, the neighborhood in the seventies was like like gang wars and stuff like that. It was it was it was shit.
1: Yeah, preserving the ballpark, they absolutely did a great job of. It needed to be done. They got their landmark and stuff. So they're playing ball in the way they have to. It's just sad that now they're going to build this stupid glass structure where I would rather there be something else. How about a beer garden? Remember what it used to be? Captain Morgan's beer garden. How many times did we used to hang out over there with our friends outside, get a table, go early, sit down, eat some food? Now that's now, off. So it's Now like, you I can do that.
5: It'll just cost you a lot more because you'll be betting as well.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Let me do, <laughs> or you could do it at Gallagher
4: part. Way, and I, I'm I, like I said, I'm going to the Culvers, and then I'm just taking that to Lucky Doors.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. There's plenty to do around. Listen, they've done. It's true. They've done a great job. It looks a lot better out there. I'm just saying, I don't like a sports book being attached to Wrigley. Just my personal feeling on it. And I know a lot of people feel agree with me. And I know a lot of people will go to it and have a great time going to it. And yeah, I and I and I, and it's and I honestly, against,
4: Oh, what? go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I have been I have been a huge proponent of a museum. I have talked to them. I, I have talked to them at the highest levels about uh, a museum, and 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 I even said where I would want the museum. Right where that Rockets is. It's another restaurant now that's doomed to fail. Like I want a nice two story something, a little bit like a, a decent size one, and I'd like to see a cutting edge museum with some of the greatest. I like to see the Cubs. They let a lot of memorabilia go over the years. Like they did not catalog it and watch it with the eye that they should. I know somebody that worked in that, and and he had mentioned to the Tribune, guys, this is like this is important. This is great stuff. Now, like, yeah, whatever. And like people like walked off with it, or they sold it for cheap or something. They're gonna have to buy a lot of that back. And I think that, that that's that's a a project that is is going to take a while to put out there. And I'm disappointed that they haven't with all the, uh, whatchamacallit?
1: Sportsbook planning instead. With,
4: not, not with the sportsbook planning, but with all the revenue that was coming in, that that wasn't a priority earlier. Now, after yeah. everything that happened in 2020, 2021, obviously putting a sportsbook in and trying to milk as much money out of that as possible is, 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 is far easier to do, far easier to put that up than to get all the memorabilia, to build all the stuff, the buildings that would technically already occupy it. I don't right. Know. No,
5: and, and, and I'm not against gambling. I I would have I I like casinos. I would go to a casino <laughs> in a heartbeat. If but I'm but I don't want to go to the fucking one right next to my ballpark like the you know Wrigley well, Field. That's what's bugging me.
1: Now if they get a craps table, you might you might have me.
5: No, the <laughs> only way they're getting me is if they're uh is if their slot machines are actually that Fergie Jenkins statue. Danny and I d- Danny his tried arm to,
4: down. Danny, <laughs> Danny tried to get me to go to the casino in Detroit. I don't like Uh, I don't like betting anything, but, uh, you know, I'm not a big gambler type person. Um, but I would go to like the sports book for like March madness. Like for me, like when there's no Wrigley field, there's no games. Like I start Jones and really bad to get back to the ballpark and I'll find any, Oh, Ronnie Woo's birthday. Sure. I'll drive all the way down to Wrigley field. Let's go. Like I'll find any fucking excuse. I think it'd be fun for me to go to non-baseball events. Or maybe like moves. Danny, remember when we went with we saw we saw Dallas came in from Australia and we went to sluggers. Sluggers, yeah. Like, it would be cool just to like watch the home run derby from something like that, but put a prop bet on that or something. I wouldn't mind doing that.
1: Well, I uh, want to transition to uh, something about you coming down to Wrigley. Tim DeHate says in the chat: Is the Fergie statue going to have its debut in Michigan? <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. Probably they'll just like take it down on the back of the truck from Copstock, and we'll all, we'll all uh, do a convoy with it. But, uh, Crawley, you were actually at the unveiling and the dedication of the Ron Santo statue. Uh, so we wanted to have a little story time with Crawley just because I wanted to play the theme song pretty much is, is why. Story time with Crawley, with Crawley, with Crawley. Story time with Crawley, it's Crawley story time.
4: All right. If you remember, uh, Ron Santo passed away, and we were all absolutely heartbroken about that. Um, In 2011, the statues that we're talking about, uh, the Ron Santo statue, was dedicated, and I was down at Wrigley, and it was absolutely amazing. If you take a look, this is the whole, like, right field corner where it says a perfect 10, and it's a a huge kind of, like, like see-through, but, like, drapery that says Ron Santo showing him hitting the ball in the 1960s Uh, that says a perfect 10 with the patch that they wore the next year. And uh, it's weird, man. I take a look at how much younger everybody looks. There's uh, Tom... Uh, walking down there, but uh, similar to the Ernie, it was covered in like a blue tarp, just absolutely beautiful. And you know what? They, uh, wait, they could had you the that, Could you put that blue
1: tarp picture back up? You ever see uh, National Lampoon's Vacation where the, the Aunt Edna dies? And the- oh, and
5: <laughs> she's on the roof of the car. The r- <laughs> That's
1: exactly <laughs> what it looks like. It looks like Ron Santos' dead Aunt Edna in the car.
5: When when Crawley said, much like Ernie, it's covered in a tarp. I literally
4: thought, like, Ernie Banks is covered in tarps? Like, that's what they're mad. <laughs> so we, we sit here and we have uh, the trumpet guys are out. They always bring those guys out for big occasions. And it the was trumpet just great guys. because – Oh, yeah, they were. They they always would have the guys with the trumpets, with the banners at the end of the trumpets. Every time they did a flag raising or a statue oh. dedication, they had the little pomp and circumstance. Yep, exactly.
1: Those, and, those uh, are not trumpets, though. They're like giant longhorns. I don't know, like alpenhorns or something. I don't know what and, those are called.
4: Uh, I don't know, but, uh, you know, if you look here, you can see Tom addressing the crowd and Len looking on. Um, the great thing was seeing, hearing all of uh, Ernie's te- or uh, Ron's teammates. There's uh, Fergie Jenkins, who's getting his statue, long awaited. Um, Ernie Banks, you know, it's, I, I take a look at Ernie, and uh, I think I got a closer picture than. Oh, that's Billy right there. Uh, just all of his teammates coming out and just having kind words. Glenn Becker was there. Milt Pappas was there. Uh, it was awesome. The only uh, Pat Hughes was was great. His kids, uh, Jeff and uh, Ron Jr. were there. But the thing that was tough is they brought a bunch of people uh, through the JDRS, juvenile diabetes, and it was crowded and it was hot and people were literally passing out and they had to like keep dragging people out of there. But uh, this is the moment where they took the tarp off and it was absolutely, like I said, it's, it's, I think it's probably, I don't know if it's my favorite statue, but you know, it's hard to pick just one, but they, they really knocked it out of the park. Lucella and his team uh, just absolutely just did a fantastic job with this. And it was just, it was, it was a special day to finally see that for the first time. And, and my dad grew up a big Ron Santo fan. And when my dad saw it, he was with me and, uh, you know, he just kind of looked at it. He's like, that's the image I have of Ron Santo, that play that barehanded play kind of like, you know, that short ball that comes and he kind of picks it up barehanded and gets ready to throw it. So I understand there is a lot of um we do I was love actually, those statues.
5: I was actually just going to ask about that, like what, the, who, like how the design got chosen. Because I always kind of think of Ron Santo as hitting, you know what I mean. But the the statue is him fielding and throwing the ball, which is great, you know. But I guess I was just always wondered uh, how that decision got made.
4: I wonder if too a, if if the other play. statues being hitting statues might have had a role in it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it could be. The yeah,
4: other ones think, are all.
1: Think about it, uh, and it should be no surprise to Cub fans who have been watching Cubs pitchers over the years, but that that, that there aren't there's only one Cubs pitcher gonna be having a statue. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, we've seen some pretty crappy pitchers in Cubs uniforms. I mean, who else would deserve it? Probably Kerry Wood uh could get one. Um See, but that's w- tough w- because w- he w- had you know, kind of injuries wow. shortened or
5: And and played other places and
4: yeah. Well, I mean, all these guys played other places other than Ernie. Yeah, Fergie. Oh, that's true. Fergie played a bunch. Uh, Santo finished with the White Sox. Billy with Oakland. But uh, you know, I I think my my curiosity is is there ever going to be some sort of statue memorializing the 2016 2016 team? Like, and what would that look like? You know, I know. I think we all know the picture of the 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 player, the infielders all jumping into each other's arms and stuff. Um, John Lester is another guy where you think about like, yeah, he's more a Red Sox, but boy, how he changed the entire Cubs organization and culture is, is something that something yeah. to think about, but it is tough when you think, you know, like I said, Rick Sutcliffe had some great years, uh, pitched but, yeah. 84, 89. So is somebody that always comes to I my could, mind. I could
5: see a Dawson, an, uh, an 87 Dawson, just like actually a commemoration of the MVP season.
1: Cubs are real slow on all that stuff. Oh my god. Uh, so, I mean, so I you know, maybe we'll see a Dawson when the it, Veterans Committee gets in. It's, like it's not only that
4: though, it's Rick's it's litera- it's literally the footprint of the ballpark and, and again now you're losing more footprint because of the sports book. So knows, it, it becomes trickier.
1: Yeah, they could go to the. Eventually, they could just go to the COVID testing lot across the street. Once the pandemic's over, and the rickets buy that too. Um, I, I did see something. You, you know, you mentioned that the Cubs have a lot of memorabilia they need to buy back. One of the things I've been kind of enjoying doing with the lack of baseball news is going on sports memorabilia sites, and I happen to see this one. Check out this. I, this, and, and Danny, I, I assume. This.
5: I assume you're going through the SunRanto.com and clicking on the sports memorabilia link right so that you can look at all this stuff Well,
1: i'm not buying anything so i'm not doing that but uh, if you are <laughs> going to buy something you should do that but here, here's the link to this i am going to drop it in the chat so it's, it's a ernie banks signed jersey it goes for over 600 bucks but he wrote ernie banks his number cub for life 1953 to 1971 and this is a, i guess a a a newer jersey. This isn't like a jersey for like it's like a newer. No, it's, it's it's
4: not a retro jersey.
1: Yeah, it's not a retro jersey. But I was kind of surprised, like, because you see, like Jake Arrieta signed jerseys that are not even game used or something. Those are going for like six hundred bucks as well. The Ernie Banks. Well, Ernie's gone. Like it seems to me like Mister Cub, like he's got the statue. Like how is that? And I and the reason I'm bringing this up. Is because I want to ask you, Crawley. Like, why is Ernie Banks's <laughs> signature on that worth six hundred bucks, and then Jake Arrieta's signature, who's still alive and still playing, maybe <laughs> on a uh, worth worth the same amount?
4: Well, I think it would depend. I'd have to see the jersey you're talking about. Um, I would say that if it's a World Series jersey, anything Cubs World Series is huge. So if you're telling me it's just a, it's one of the gold jerseys. 20, you know, the other thing you take a look at is inscriptions. The more inscriptions, the more it's worth. So if Jake, if it just says Jake Arietta, eh, something. If it says Jake Arietta 2016 WS Champs, now you're going to throw some money on it. If you put Jake Arietta 2016 WS Champs game two start, game two and game six starter, now you really kick it up. Now, how much would the Ernie Banks be if it was on a 1960s jersey? You
1: get what I'm saying? probably more but he did write a lot here Ernie yeah, Banks he number did. 14 cub fan for life 19 yeah that's uh, huge 53 to f- 1971 i mean and that's why i was like oh he like wrote a novel i thought that would make it worth more and then it, the it, Rizzo's it shoes are going for $1500 cuz he wore them in a game maybe
5: well there's yeah. a little recency bias there too danny i mean uh the the people who were really fans of ernie banks are older and may not be looking on websites for anything like this. Uh, The other thing is, I mean, Ernie's been dead now for a few years. And, I mean, so he's not even around. Like, I think there's just maybe people who don't get it. I get it. I'm with you. Ernie Banks cannot sign anything anymore.
4: That should make everything that he signed go up. Right. So. It is bizarre because I will tell you that it also depends on how much these guys have signed. So for a lot of these guys, the old school players, that was a huge revenue stream. They weren't making the millions and millions of dollars Jake was. So like Fergie Jenkins, he finally actually has people now in charge that say like, nope, nope, nope. You have to go through this way in this channel. Like before, like Ernie used to sign everything. Like like my mom would go out to spring training, and she'd be like, "Look, I got a hot dog stick signed by Ernie, you know, by Fergie Jenkins." he used to just sit out there, and he'd have a table, and people would just come in, and he would sign anything and everything. The so hell is Fergie a hot Jenkins,
1: dog stick?
4: You know, from a corn <laughs> dog stick. You know what I
1: mean? Wait, no, that's impressive. Like, do you know how thin those are? That's like a tiny little hey, thing. I'm just Fergie uh, Jenkins I, is painting the quarters. He's just sitting there right. all oh, tiny. Oh, dude, and that's, <laughs> that's
4: nothing. I got Fergie. I got Fergie's autograph on a piece of rice. For
5: uh, Valentine's
4: Day one. Again, Ernie Banks is a Hall of Famer. Ernie Banks is a Hall of Famer. But if I could get a John Lackey World Series signed jersey, do you know how much that would be worth? Way more than most. Now, again, game used is a completely different thing. I'd have to see a look at what Jake
1: Arrieta World Series jersey or or what jersey you're talking about. I I want a Um, uh, John Lackey signed dead child. No, John (laughs) Lackey,
4: if it's anything John Lackey, because John Lackey doesn't need to sign. He doesn't like to sign. He doesn't sign. So it's a lot harder to get something John Lackey than Ernie Banks. Er Ernie Banks used to sit at CubsCon for hours and literally sign everything and anything you put in front of him. So it's, it's supply and demand
1: is one of the big things, and anything Cubs World Series is huge. We got a trick, John Lackey, and decided something. Just like, I don't know how to do it. But it, here's another question I had. This is another sports memorabilia thing I want to bring up. Now, this, it was a postcard. A government, it's what it's called, is it, and I don't know if you've ever seen these, but there's a lot of them on there on sports memorabilia. It's, it's government-issued postcards, and this is Stan Hack. Yep. 191 RBIs, yeah. 20, but it's, it's only $22. And I'm like, well, why don't you just buy it? It's $22. But what the, there's five of them. And I'm like, well, why are there five? And why is he signing government issued postcards? Like what is going on with that situation? Do you know? I would say probably have something
4: maybe related to the war would be my guess. Um, anytime, like a lot of these guys that are dead is that if they didn't sign a lot, than anything signed, like you cut it out and then people will frame it. So, like maybe you have like a like a Stan Hack jersey, or, and then you, you frame the jersey and you have the signature there because you can't get it signed.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna buy all five of them. Then I'm gonna destroy four of them because that'll make that fifth one worth so much more. That's like, and now it's like Tom
4: Steinler. Tom, Tom <laughs> Steinler's an absolutely great. He's a great collector as well. And yeah, Sandberg used to sign through the mail. You could literally send him stuff and he would send it back signed. Now, you know, now these guys are starting to realize oops, we shouldn't have probably done that as much as we did because it it has less value
1: well, Sandberg's smoking all that weed now, so he's he, he needs to be he's like, oh man, right it's a hundred dollars
5: or a dime bag
1: yeah and ask, <laughs> ask, ask, ask or grass no ride is free right? anymore. Ask, cash up. or grass no one rides for free yep. <laughs> well, uh speaking of not riding for free, uh first of all, we started the the contest. Hashtag chance in the chat for your chance to win a Frank Chance postcard autographed by yours truly, me. So, if I ever do anything that makes me more famous, you could say, I don't know, you could sell it on sports memorabilia. Um, you get
5: so, at yeah. least $22 for it.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Can you imagine <laughs> if I mine the, went for the same as Stan Hack? I already don't <laughs> understand how it works. That would make it even. I'm like, Oh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, chance for the chance. Ooh, we in got the- our
4: first one right there. Hashtag #Chance by John Vaskey, Robert Sanchez Jr. We got, we got. They're starting to we pour some, in.
1: Yeah, there's everybody wants my autograph, which will be worth possibly 22 but at least it'll be worth more than my NFT, most likely. Um, maybe not. Uh, so uh, here's a commercial, which is how we keep the lights on for the SunRento shopping page. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in one minute. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate? Links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranthor.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fans Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that... That can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels, S P R T S. D-R-N-K, no vowels, sports drink. Um, all we ask is that you close the door behind you because we're trying not to let the funk out. Son Ranzo Show brought to you by Sports Drink. Check them out today. I hope uh, none I of you were driving in your car with your children <laughs> while well, listening to that live right now. But if you were... My apologies, but seriously, sunrento.com slash shopping. Go ahead, Crawley. Every time
4: say? I see her talk about, every time I hear you say dildo shit, and all of a sudden I see the girl in the picture. It looks like she's holding a giant baguette or something.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's how the kids do it these days. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty. Thought, it's like, wow. Um, so I see a bunch of people comment to Chance. I think you have to write it like David Elliott has written it, which is hashtag capital C. H-A-N-C-E, lowercase. So uh, just try it that way. Um, So uh, let's talk about the lockout. I mean, pretty disappointing news today, which was basically – What are you talking
5: about? They were talking today. We're all excited about that. Remember how excited we got last week
1: when they talked two days in a row? Yeah, but then they didn't talk for a whole freaking week. And then Jeff Passan comes out of there and and he tweets this out. The meeting between Major League Baseball Players Association and MLB is over. Little progress was made. The on-time opening of spring training at this point is in grave danger and, frankly, would take a miraculous deal coming together to rescue. A delay feels inevitable. And uh, Drellich, Evan Drellich, tweeted today's 90-minute meeting between MLB, MLBPA was heated. Some owners and players participated. The MLBPA made moves in two areas, service time manipulation and pre-arbitration bonus pool, blah, 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 all the nitty-gritty uh, about it, which we can go through in a second. But um, they did talk, but it seemed like no progress was made. And it seems like the players are the only ones that have given anything so far as – at least that's what we've heard, and the owners are like, "No, we like things how they are. We're gonna keep it, and that's where we're gonna stand." So it's frustrating.
5: Yeah, the the players are. It seems like the players are definitely working. They're trying to. They're they're working in good faith, trying to make uh, you know, adjustments and stuff to what they're asking for, and the owners are just saying no. And fuck those owners.
1: Yeah, I mean, Carly, are you less? Are you more pessimistic this week than last? Or you feel the same?
4: I feel the same. I feel that, like I said, it was going to be, I think I thought spring training was going to get delayed. So they should have been in camp, uh, right around Valentine's Day, February 13th, 14th is usually pitchers and catchers report
5: report on Valentine's Day or close.
4: Yeah. Pitchers and catchers report. And then the, the position players usually trickle in, you know, the next week or two. Uh, I think that's going to be pushed back to March. And then the question is, is, you know, do they, Try to make up those spring training games that they would lose, or do they you know just go into the regular season as it would be on opening day, March thirty first, or would you push it back a week? That's that's it's always what I thought was going to happen. So there's nothing right now that has me panicking right now. I have my tickets, I have my flight, I'm heading to Mesa. Uh, so and, you'll, I, and it, you'll get to
5: <laughs> and you'll get to watch the AAA team play somebody else's AAA team because yeah. there won't
4: be major league players there. But, but to be honest, like, those are kind of the guys I want to see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to see Brendan Davis. I want to see Peter Crow Armstrong. I want to see DJ Hertz. I want to see uh, Cole Franklin. Those are I'm, – I'm not going to see uh, – no offense. I've seen Kyle Hendricks pitch a, a bazillion times. I'm, I'm looking to you, see the next wave have, of talent.
5: Have you ever seen a spring training with Frank Schwindel?
1: I mean, come on. The problem is, as many of well was the- here last
4: year. I just don't remember when he exactly <laughs> landed on the team. But, hey, Frank and I are cool, man. I like no, Frank. No, he was He, he was was not on the there.
5: A's. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was on was... the A's last spring training. The, the uh, problem- how about uh, Patrick Wisdom
4: Bombs? He's just going to be hitting homers out there. it would be fun. I, I did hang out a little bit with, uh, what was his name? Andrew Chafin. When I first got to meet him and know him and stuff like that, that was fun. That was out of spring training. Like, he wasn't the big thing yet. He, I'm just like, who is that guy? And I'm like... And I'm in the, I'm in the backfields, and I'm talking to him, and I'm like, hey, dude, I ever tell you you look like uh, Rod, Rod Beck?
1: He goes, who the hell is Rod Beck? And I'm like, <laughs>
4: Damn it, I'm old.
1: Here's the thing, though. <laughs> that's that's a lot of revenue lost. Those games in the summer, Chicagoans uh, and New Yorkers and, and Boston people are flying down to Florida, and a lot of people are getting out of their winters, and they're going down to Arizona, and the Airbnbs and the hotels are full, and the restaurants are packed, and there's parties and drinking and all sorts of money being dumped in there. And the owners are making a shit ton of money. Sloan Park is a huge investment, gi- a giant uh, money uh, – uh, they b- break record after record after record, packing people in there. They make money on the parking. They make money s- selling, uh, you know, ten dollar beers. This is not a small thing for them to be just like, oh, I guess we just don't want are going to do spring training, no deal. Because well, if- I don't want to hear about it if they're like, well, we were really hurt when there weren't fans in twenty twenty. So I'm like, well, you hurt yourself now. So like,
5: you know, I, and I think that's why it will be just they'll they'll bring in the the AAA guys and. Double A guys, and they'll they'll just put those guys out there t- to play. Scab. You can you can still do it. Well, you know what though? There, I, I feel that's a tough one, right? Because you don't want players to come up and take the jobs of the other players. But the fucking major league players have their own union that they don't let the minor league players in. So yeah. it's like,
1: um, yeah. So it, you want it's to kind of
4: it? yeah. It, it, it's a little bit fucked up, like. Not, not the only that, these guys looking out for them because of the pandemic, these guys have lost so much training time in yeah. the amount of games that were lost yeah. and other things. They need this development. So if that more time, but again, keep in mind, you cannot, we, we saw it happen in 2020. We've seen it happen in other lockout and strike seasons. You can't just ramp these guys up. It's not that simple. They, they have their time. And if you don't, if you're not careful with that, you're going to have injuries. You're always going to have injuries, but these guys are creatures of habit. It takes time to get your arm kind of in game shape. Uh, I would be very careful on that.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I got a little bit of Cubs news. I don't, I don't really want to talk about the lockout. We've been, like, freaking beating that dead horse, and it just yep. keeps getting worse. Um, But I did see – I saw an interesting article over at Bleacher Nation with uh, Brett Taylor wrote about – which something – and I thought of you, Carl, immediately when I, when I saw this headline of something to the effect of that uh, – Uh, Schwindel and Wisdom and Ortega, like the peripherals aren't really that good on those guys. And And like every time people would get excited about Schwindel or any of these guys, you'd be like, well, you know, they're 31. There's a reason they took this long to get there. And then Brett Taylor looked into it. And Frank Schwindel, here's a quote, had by far the largest disparity in baseball between his actual WOBA, which is 403, was his WOBA, and his expected WOBA, which is 329, just a huge <laughs> spread. 329. Rafael Ortega was fourth in of of everybody. 355 um, to down to 310. Patrick Wisdom was 28. 345 to 320. And uh, anyway, so that's uh, three guys out of the top 28 in the in out of 319 qualifying yeah.
4: I'm going to be honest with you, man, is that uh, I've always just said that. I I, I said that this is – you don't have to look at Woba or whatever want to ask that you want to look at to realize that guys don't come up in their 30s and just figure it out. It just really – again, you know how many scouts and how many eyes are on these guys all the time. So you're telling me everybody just whiffed on this for seven years? Wow, that that that's some pretty shitty scouting by the entire major leagues. No, I, you know what they they, they they and and here's the thing: I got to hang out with both those guys at Club Four Hundred. They couldn't be nicer guys, and I can't. And I wish them absolutely all the success in the world. But again, are you telling me how confident are you going into a season with you know what we have as a lineup? I like that we got Stroman right before the deadline. Uh, but to say that we don't need more hitting is is a, a, a big
1: mistake personally. <laughs> Can you just picture Brett Taylor sitting there? He's like, oh, maybe I'll look up people's Wobos, and he's like, oh, my God. This yeah. is – what a disparity. Like, wow. Ooh. They are – just to, to, like, have your kind of suspicions confirmed in, a like, a statty way that somebody pulled apart. Like, Yeah, yeah I they feel just, bad. They got lucky. I've... It's pretty amazing how lucky they got, though.
5: Yeah, I feel bad for, you know, just Cubs fans in general having to – like it it there there's a there's a you can still hold hope when you don't know the numbers. The fact that we can get these numbers and shit now, like that used to back before the internet and back before all the shit, that was just for the scouts. It was just for the front offices. Nobody knew that shit. And now we all have it. And uh I I don't know that it makes our uh, our experience game. better, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's like you could be blissfully unaware that Frank Schwindel had the worst expected WOBA, whatever. <laughs> and, and just be like, oh, I like Frank that- right now And just yes. be happy as fuck. Before and now you're, like, oh, Frank, <laughs>
1: you're, now you're like, oh, Frank. Now you're like, ah, he's not that good. Oh, we, were, <laughs>
4: we were at Club 400, and we were doing that, and he was literally doing the Frank the Tank move. He was literally doing this. It was awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I got so, a picture uh, of someone did, else. He did not go, go streaking, streaking in the quad, but no. he did oh, do yeah. that. <laughs> it was
1: awesome. So last little bit of Cubs news is Matt Dermody is back and uh if you uh ask who's matt dermody uh you'd be right to ask that because he pitched only one inning with a strikeout in 2020 in that forgettable year um he was with the mariners he throws with his left hand he went to japan he kind of sucked there too but they signed him to come <laughs> sign him to a minor league uh process. he had an era near six so they uh, not that good so uh they uh they uh, signed him again he throws with his left hand so they're just stockpiling these lefties that's and uh, the interesting thing about Matt Termity is he is from Norwalk, Iowa. So they probably have some listeners of the show are from the Norwalk area. Um, he went to University of Iowa, which wow. uh, is where uh, Michael lives. And he was, born, own- he was born on the 4th of July, which that's always pretty cool. And then here's the other thing about it that makes him an instant cub. He is 31 years old. Which is pretty much how all the Cubs work these days. The, you're the, only,
5: the only thing he doesn't have on the bingo card is Tommy John surgery.
1: I don't know. We'll have to look that up. I did not look up the, <laughs> the full career of Matt Dermody. Um, the, the last bit of pessimism I have before you, we're going to bring it to one more commercial break before pinching off this episode is that Keith Law's top 100 came out and only one Cub was in it. And um, it's Brendan Davis, which I mean, that's good. We'll probably see him next year, but um, I think a lot of people were a little disappointed about that. Except for we already knew the Cubs were really young, and that they might aren't—they're not breaking that particular list because they're not ready. I mean, that's the only good thing I could say about it. Were you you guys surprised or disappointed?
4: No, and it's funny because uh, some of us know, like, have interacted with Keith Law. It always turns out that everybody's pissed off at his rankings and stuff. No, I, I take a look at other rankings as well. And I'm absolutely confident that the next wave of Cub talent is going to be something that Cub fans will absolutely enjoy.
5: Yeah. I don't know. That's rankings law are, we'll hate. Yeah, <laughs> rankings are like, uh, you know, all the rumors for who the Cubs are going to sign or trade or whatever. It's just, you know, it's, it's fine. It's fun to talk about and what, but fuck a ranking.
1: Yeah. Rankings don't play <laughs> the game. The rankings don't play the game. Um, so uh, how <laughs> he about- was great on paper. <laughs> How about uh, one more commercial for Sun Ranto swag? Uh, we'll be right back uh, to pinch off this episode. This episode of the Sun Ranto show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well, the Super Ranters have their own Sun Ranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content, like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranters' Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Ranter of the Month and Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranters get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. $10 Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs daily show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranters, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up. Plus, and this is important, 10% of all of the Patreon money goes directly to the Lost Boys Baseball Club, which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in Chicago. Because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community. And that's how we do it. It's how you do it when you subscribe. Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sunranter show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com. Forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto Show. Final plea if you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto Show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple. Three bucks a month, we each get a beer at Wrigley patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a super ranter again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash sunranto. Please join today. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so... Go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels. S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. No vowels. Sportsdrink. Um, all we ask is that you close the door behind you because we're trying not to let the funk out. San Ranzo Show brought to you by Sportsdrink. Check them out today.
3: Do you like having sex? Me too. That's why I always wear my Sunranto swag shirts every time I'm looking to get some. It's the only t-shirt guaranteed to get you laid. Knock boots in your shankless shirt, bump uglies in a ranter long sleeve, ride the skin busted tuna town in a dabbing cubes fan shirt, take old one eye to the optometrist in your bull penis awesome attire, or smash pissers in a spagog shirt. Sunranto swag shirts are just like people. There are many different sizes and colors to choose from. Plus, at Sunranto's Swag Store, you'll find Vintage John Baker Day, designated hater and Matt Camberer drawn rally titty designs on everything from shirts and hoodies to baby onesies, bags, and hats. Go to sunranto.com slash swag and check out all the sexy styles guaranteed to get you laid. You'll be stuffing the soft taco in no time. sunranto.com slash swag guaranteed to get you laid. Wearing Sunranto swag products not guaranteed to get you laid. Sunranto swag is not responsible for your sex
1: life. Sunranto swag is for entertainment purposes only.
5: I'm actually uh, rocking one of those right now, uh, John Baker Day Swisher.
1: Nice, looking good. I love that logo. Kurt from Ivy Evy did that one. Oh, um, It's the best. So, uh, the last bit of Cubs news, Carly. You you brought to our attention uh, this uh, a interchange between you, uh, Darvish, and Christian Yelich, and. So why don't you share with us what, what you want to share with us?
4: Yeah, so you, Darvish, again, it, it was one of the really fun Twitter follow when he was on the Cubs. He still is a great Twitter follow. And uh, I'm excited because Marcus Stroman is also a great Twitter follow, and now we have him on the team. But we've always kind of marveled at Darvish and some of his pitches, and he's been kind of putting some of the workouts up on there. And I, want, and I, left, I left this on repeat a couple times. This is his slider. So take a look at this pitch right here. For the, Again, for the podcast listeners, it's you Darvish. You can go to his Twitter and you can see his, his two-seam fastball, his slider. But I want you to take a look at this slider right here.
1: Just huge break to it.
4: Imagine
1: imagine being doing, left- yeah, you know, you know being what left- I see?
5: I see a fucking ball. It's outside.
4: Ball one. <laughs> <laughs> so what ends up happening, and this is where I started dying laughing because I have been anti-shift as long as, – I do not like the shift. I've, I've been on record that I think it's ruining the game. Uh, that is my white whale. That is my DH for Michael. I cannot stand the shift. And Ian Hap put something hilarious up. He put, uh, he put that up there, and he said – Just hit a ground ball to the left side. It's not hard to beat the shift. Uh, It is literally there is no way, especially if you're a left-handed hitter. Okay, and that ball is barreling in on you like that. There is no way you're beating the shift. No, you take it's ball. It's a ball. It's ball one. Yeah, you you take. I mean, spit spit on it, right? Rizzo,
5: Rizzo gets hit in the leg with that and just goes to first for first.
1: Yeah, maybe he scores. Uh I'm
4: just telling you, there is no way. Again, if that's the pitch you're doing on a, against a left-hander or shit, even a righty with that pitch would be, you're not pulling that. You just put everybody on the right-hand side. Anyone that makes contact, that ball is going to the right side. Absolutely not a problem. And that's to me. Uh, I thought it was hilarious that Ian said that. And then I will give credit, even though I don't like to, cause, uh, he is, uh, someone I don't like very much. But, uh, Christian Yelich, uh, had talked some shit to you, Darvish, where, uh, they thought that, the brewers were cheating. And uh, in a video, it looked like Yelich saw something. And and all of a sudden, he like he turned out of the batter's box and looked at something and Darvish stepped off the mound and then regave signs. And so somebody asked you, Darvish, about what he thought. And he said, that's why I stepped off. And so Yelich replied with a dude, nobody needs any help against you. And now he kind of, you know, after seeing the video, he says, as a man of integrity, I may need to acknowledge the mounting evidence that we may, in fact, need help facing you. So it was kind of a funny, like I said, it was funny he was able to kind of make light of himself, but that that pitch is unbelievable, and it just shows think, how hard it is to hit a baseball.
5: Yeah, I think the mounting evidence for Christian Yellich is his last two seasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, something was going on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. And uh, Michael, you also had something about uh, we lost a uh, a Cubs coach and and former player a guy named uh, Gene Kleins.
5: Yeah. So i I was looking for any story when there's nothing here. Oh, nice. We got a picture and everything. Uh, yeah. Gene Kleins uh, is actually his biggest claim to fame was not with the Cubs. It's actually with the Pittsburgh Pirates back in 1971. He was a part of the first all black and Latino lineup. Uh, in all of baseball, 1971, they won the World Series that year against the Baltimore Orioles. Now, let's just take a minute to really unpack that. The Pittsburgh Pirates beat the Baltimore Orioles <laughs> in the World Series. Like, hey, holy it was,
1: shit. It was the but, 70s. People were doing LSD. Like, we, you know, was, things were. They things were pitching
4: were while using LSD.
1: Yeah, things yeah. were topsy turvy.
4: Totally crazy.
5: Uh, no, but, but Gene Kleins did, uh, don the pinstripes there for a little while. His last, uh, two seasons as a player, he was with the Cubs. Uh, then the Cubs cut him in his third season, but retained him as a coach and he coached with the Cubs till 81. And then, uh, Dusty Baker brought him back in 03. So, uh, he was the first base coach. Uh, On the team there, in you know, they went to the NLCS. So he was with them the whole time. He was that Dusty Baker was there. So uh, he he died this week at seventy five.
4: I remember it clearly. Gene Kleins at first, and then you had waving Wendell Kim at third, and it was uh, you know, that's I got to meet all those guys at the Cubs convention, and Gene Kleins was a very nice man.
1: Well, R.I.P. Gene. Um, And um, okay, a few announcements, and then we'll get out of your hair. we got uh the weight loss the weight loss challenge is going Michael, I noticed that you actually have lost more weight than everybody else by uh poundage. I don't know if it's by percentage, but you took off yeah, like six know. seven pounds or something like that
5: yeah, yeah. man i i had a, I had a good week i you know i didn't i I was on the uh, um uh what what did I call it the depression diet uh I ate nothing but broth for like an entire like 36 hours and then I had only beans for another like two days uh and you know so that's like that's the only thing you could eat in the depression and those people were thin so that's where I went with it
1: well it 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 worked (laughs) the only thing that was depressed after seeing you beating me was me (laughs) (laughs) so um the other thing that we got going on and uh, they just came in the mail now uh here check these out Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses are here. Ooh. So these are now for sale. Uh, we're trying to record a record. We've actually started recording a record. We gotta uh, we gotta sell a bunch of these to get some studio time. It's pretty expensive to rent studio time. So buy a shot glass from us and uh, or join our Patreon too. We got a Patreon for that too. But here's a better picture of the Bleacher Bum Band shot glasses, and I'll also drop a link in the chat where you can pick pick that up. Um, and, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, isn't it pretty? It's cool. Looks um,
5: perfect for some Malort.
1: All right, we, me and Jeff already drank Malort out of it. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, for an extra ten bucks, me and Jeff will actually drink Malort out of yours and then send it to you. It's worth. It's worth more. Game um, used. Game <laughs> used. Game yeah. Used. <laughs> so, uh, Michael, you started a new thing. We started today. Uh, the Sun Ranto singles, which is another reason. To become a Patreon patron because you'll get those without ads on them. Uh, but uh, Michael, you want to explain like what your idea for Sunranto singles is and like little things we're gonna be doing throughout the year?
5: Well, I just you know we we're doing this once a week. We do different things now, um, and I just thought for the podcast listeners, we would do just a real quick jump on, say what's on our mind as long as you know something related to the Cubs. Uh, and, and I put together a few just to let you see what they were. But
1: Like the first you know. one I put out was about the dimensions, the original dimensions at Wrigley Field when it was built and how it was – I'm not going to say too much about it because it's a very right. little short just kind of snippet. Just something They're all like to the two day, minutes. Little, two minutes long, yeah. It's, so Sun Rantos Singles It's just another thing that we're going to be sharing with you guys because we're always trying to improve here and do new fun stuff because we enjoy it um so thanks for doing that michael it's awesome i want to do a few too i was like oh let's brainstorm and sit and we could divvy them up and each do our own singles and thought that might be fun um the other thing i got going on is uh it i actually have to run right now because i'm going down to the theater the martyrdom of peter O'Hey is a show that is being put up at trapdoor theater I am the music director and the sound designer of it. Here is a poster, a little flyer of it. It's really good. It wrote a bunch of circus music. It's only an hour long. And um, so please come and see that. It's You can go to trapdoortheater.com. That's with an R-E, not an E-R at the end of theater. And uh, you'll find it, The Martyrdom of Peter O'Hey. And um, uh, also, uh, I don't know. We didn't really decide – we This is was supposed to be our last Green Room episode because next week we're going to be on a new platform called ColorCast, which you can find at C-O-L-O-R-C-A dot S-T, which there's a, a... Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just remember that. No, it's ColorCast, but the S-T is the dot com of the situation. So uh, if that makes sense to anybody, probably doesn't. But uh, that's what we'll be. Follow Sun Ranto Show. Uh, what are you, Cubes fan, Michael, and Crawley, yeah, Crawley's so. Cubs again?
4: Right. You can see it right down there, right where my name is. That's the exact same handle I have for
1: ColorCast. So download ColorCast. It's unfortunately only for iOS people right now. And, um, and and next week we'll be doing our post show, which probably will be on Wednesday night later than tonight, because thanks for tuning in early tonight uh, for me and the martyrdom, Peter O'Hey. But do uh, you guys want to do an after show convo or? Anybody? Mm, or you just want to go eat dinner? Yeah, <laughs> was, we'll go eat uh, dinner. Really early. Really. <laughs> you yeah, let's. We went early. We're gonna take this week off from Green Room. Uh, but we're gonna be on Colorcast next week. Download that. Follow us. And um, before we get to let's uh, let's well let's do. Does anybody have any TFCs? Because I just have one. I have one.
4: I burned mine already with the yellow chap thing. But don't forget the chance for a chance.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we'll do oh, chance yeah. for a chance. And we're gonna get. We got to give away the Javier Baez Funko Pop. So, uh, Marcus Stroman, we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, he tweeted out today after the disappointing meeting between the players and the owners, said, Manfred and his boys delaying the season for no reason, not shocking, lol. And uh, that, that's what he – and he was retweeting that uh, the little progress had been made. And somebody replied to Marcus – said, I don't know why these shitty old dudes are trying to kill baseball by keeping it only appealing to other shitty old dudes. (laughs) Good for you, TNT racer, 34.
5: Just just jumping on it. Yeah. Tearing into it. All right. Well, mine actually coming off the Reddit Chicago Cubs uh, subreddit. This dude posted a picture of his brand new jersey. F me just dropped $150 on a customized Cubs Jersey, but I screwed up the information fields and accidentally had it embroidered with my credit card number. And this picture is of a blue Cubs Jersey. And and this honestly might be a joke from some other thing, but I love it. Uh, it has the number 98 on it, but instead of a name, it's got his credit card number on it, which if that's real, Mr. White, uh, that is amazing. And I hope you have uh, uh, canceled that credit card. Well, it
1: question
4: expired, by, it, it uh, expired question, in 98. So. Question from Cubs Doggy. Are we done with Green Room then? TBD, don't delete the app just yet.
1: Yeah, don't delete. Now, we, we might use it. Because we're going to go to over to ColorCast because they're doing a sponsorship with Sports Drink, who sponsors our show. So we're going to – and we're, like, on that network. So we're just going to kind of be – moving back and forth between whoever's greasing our wheels, if you know what I mean. So, And we appreciate you coming with us, but what I do like doing is a post-show conversation with you guys. Just tonight isn't a great night for it. In fact, I'm already late. So um, let's announce, um, first of all, uh, what should we do? The first, the Chance for a Chance? Chance we'll for a the- Chance. Well, all right, we'll yep. do the Chance for a Chance. We have nine entries, hashtag capital C, and the rest, lowercase, hantz chance um do it that way and, and I
5: haven't seen Artie in here at all so
1: no Artie, a chance then no he's yeah, Artie's in here
5: oh is he, he <laughs> I haven't
4: seen him mention I will tell you yourself. while you're putting in that chance for a chance don't worry because Ernie and Fergie are not at Wrigley Field they are or Billy and uh Billy and Ron Sitor right here I got the statues right here so don't
1: worry about them <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even in Michigan all right so uh here we go we're, we're doing the drawing do 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 I do do. see do, Artie do, in there. Do, 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 yeah. he's in there. Uh, oh, he almost won again. Uh, oh, oh, John Vasky. Oh, nice, congratulations. Oh, Artie John. Boucher uh, almost won, won it again. With Artie, there. God damn it, <laughs> that guy. I mean, how how is that even possible for Artie to become that close again? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not even doing this. So, congratulations, John. You've won a uh a, a postcard from me chance for a chance and the uh, now we're going to do and i've got a color i've got a wheel here of this too um so wait no that's the wrong button sorry old man look at my life oh, i've got a stop not if you're yet. on spotify <laughs> yeah exactly um chrome tab all right it's the where is the giveaway wheel uh giveaway uh, tool, this was giveaway. the billy oh, williams that go. they gave away years ago woo John
5: Vaskey says,
1: suck it, Artie. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so, uh, are you guys ready? Now, this is all the Patreon people that were eligible. That's everybody above the $5 level. And look, even Sunranto is in there. So, I guess all I got to do is what? Do that. And then round and round she goes. Where she stops, nobody knows. And the winner is... Tyler James Klein. Congratulations. You have won the Javi Funko Pop, which was actually donated by Artie Boucher. So it all comes full circle.
5: I figured Artie would have won that too.
1: So uh, I guess that's our show. We'll be back next week. Please, uh, you know, look at the Patreon feed. Join the Sun Ranty Ranchers. We'll let you know when our next show is going to be. Everything's kind of up in the air right now, but we're definitely going to be doing a show next week. Um, Come and see Peter O'Hay, And I thought I'd, I'd uh, end the episode with, first of all, I'm going to play a really cool um, trailer for The Martyrdom of Peter O'Hay, So you can check it out. It's only 50 minutes long. You're going to recognize Dennis, our Cardinals fan friend, who comes on and talks trash to us about the Cubs. And then uh, we're going to play um, a new song uh, that I wrote in – Uh, in almost like an old woody guthrie tune about the statues moving away uh that i shared the with just patreon people but i i'm I'm gonna put that out there too i'm gonna call it moving statues maybe it's something i develop but uh spagog everybody and we'll see you next week spagog Spagog.
0: only yesterday i was just old mr boring O'Hay quietly reading my newspaper with my family And now, my house is swarming with politics, science, art, and authority. They own this apartment now, not me. Off I go to satisfy state expediency, the claims of science, the whims of muses, and edicts of power. It's the only way to escape their tyranny forever. I'd rather forget the part that my family had to play in this whole affair. A collection of assorted elements, plots, ambitions, fevered phantoms, lack of respect for fathers, and chaos have forced their way in here. This age does not suit me. And I have no wish to seek slavishly for its approval.
2: The statues of Santo and Billy Williams Are going to storage up in Michigan The Cubs haven't said when we'll see them again The Ricketts treat Wrigley like honey the degenerates where Tommy will add to the cash that he nets from all the bad wagers and misguided bets while he spends like the Marlins instead of the Mets. They just want to get some more money from you. Twelve dollar Budweiser's and overpriced food they gave us marquee and poor Tommy got food. Now he's built
0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
7: I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again.